stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. begins now as the Packers well they did not announce it with Tom Silverstein of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was first to report and there are many of us that confirmed it and we'll see when that announcement is official but the Packers have moved on from Mo Drayton yet another Packers special teams coordinator getting fired I believe, uh, based on Rob Domofsky of ESPN.com's calculations, that is now eight consecutive special teams coaches who have either been fired or forced to retire. Mike Stock and Stocker Novak pushed into retirement. Oh, Frankie. He was Franklin. a character now. He's still around. He was Good fun. guy. Doubters! He, he used to yell at us when we'd be on the sideline. Doubters! Because we were pessimists in his estimation. We weren't positive enough. Uh, Tausch, uh, my, it, it sounds to me like Matt LaFleur does not believe that the Packers special teams problems were exclusively Mo Drayton's fault. And I'm not yeah. sure that he really wanted to fire Mo Drayton. But when you lose a playoff game like you did, much like uh, Sean Slocum's special teams units in the 2014 NFC Championship game, capped a crappy year by playing crappily in a winner-go-home playoff game, and he got fired. That You don't have, and I'm not saying you fire people based on perception. I'm not saying that. But it's it's a hard argument to make even if you believe it's not all his fault, to say, well, our culture has been, we don't give a hoot about special teams around here. We haven't done a good job dating all the way back to 1999. We've been bad at special teams. So it's not necessarily his fault, and we need to do better on personnel and all this other stuff. But when you finish 32nd in the rankings and you lose a game because of special teams, at least in large part, if not the majority, is our vote. We voted for Aaron Rodgers taking more belay or should have been given more responsibility than even special teams. It's hard to bring the guy back, so I'm not surprised. But I don't think Matt LaFleur really wanted to fire him, if I'm understanding things clearly. Yeah, I think there comes a point where, especially as the head coach, you have to, you know, in order to change culture or to shift the narrative, 
uh, it's sometimes in everybody's best interest just to part ways, even though you know, I, I probably tend to agree with you in the fact that you know, it's not, it can't always be, well, this coach didn't get it done, this special teams coach. Maybe you have to look at the root of why there is the problem and examine that and figure out how to change that because you just went through a list of like eight, ten guys in a period of 15, 16 years. The special team says it's just not gotten any better. And I don't care if you bring in the guy from Dallas, who Fossil, who is a you know guru. Is it going to change just because he comes? That would be the hope, and that would be the belief that you could get buy-in from everybody. But that that doesn't mean that's going to happen. I do think Green Bay is in a position, and especially there's no salary cap for coaches. I think they need to go splash city here and go and get whoever the best available is because – if you're going to make that change, which I think most of us think you needed to do, because what we saw this last, especially the second half of the season, was god awful. You have to. You want to change culture. You want to change the perception. You want to change everything. You go get the best, and you try to bring the best in. Whether it's the you know, Pisaccia, the old coach with the Raiders, yeah. he has had really good special teams, a good track record, leadership in that group. Yeah. Go get him. And then what? Are you going to do blame him? At some point, it comes back to your culture and what you're emphasizing. It, it can't just always be, well, just, you know, let's slide this over. Let's just do this. No, because that ain't working either. So for all of us that want to see this special teams group get better and unit, yes, I understand that you want you wanted to change at that coordinator spot. And I think for Drayton, it's probably good because – as we saw the hashtags, it's fire Ron Zook, it's fire Dom Capers. It, coordinators that aren't on offense in Green Bay get a lot of added heat because they're always viewed, you got the quarterback, you got the offense. If everybody else just does decently, you're going to win. That needs to change. I think the defensive side of it, we've seen that change. We saw this defense lead this football team for a big chunk of the season. Yeah, That's a good sign. Now you want to get that same vibe from the special teams. Joe Judge, fired as the Giants head coach, was a special teams guy who had highly rated special teams units. Apparently Aaron Rodgers not a fan of some of the play calling that went on and made fun of the Giants on Pat McAfee. But, you know, either Aaron Rodgers won't be here or Aaron Rodgers won't have much to do with special teams, so... Maybe that works. Uh, Darren Rizzi is the name that you heard three years ago that Matt LaFleur reportedly wanted to hire, and the Packers said they weren't going to pay him the amount of money that he wanted to be paid. Now, I don't know if that's Mark Murphy that makes that call. I don't know how that played out, but the bottom line was Darren Rizzi did not come here, and there were reports that it was because he got low-balled on the offer and he was ready to come here. Darren Rizzi's three years in New Orleans, where Sean Payton is out, but Rizzi is still under contract, so it's possible the new coach will just want to keep him. Darren Rizzi, his three special teams groups, Tausch, in Rick Goslin's rankings the last three years, because I looked them up, they were fifth this year, and that was the worst they were. They were second oh. in 2020 and first in 2019. So, now, 
If he comes here and we talked about culture and players and everything else, is he first, second, and fifth with the Packers? If he had gotten the job in 19 and not been lowballed reportedly on his contract, I'm not sure. But I'm guessing they were better than they were the two years with Sean Menenga and the one year with Mo Drayton. Is it enough to make him a top uh, five unit? The only know. issue would have you got Chris Gizzy as strength coach and then Rizzy. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of Izzy. That is a lot of a lot Izzy. Of which would be my big concern if and that's the road we go down. Maybe you can bring in the Marquette mascot. Oh, that's Iggy, not Izzy. Yeah, that's very different. Uh, that's, yeah. So he'd be okay. You could well, bring you in Iggy. Maybe Tom Izzo. You bring Tom Izzo in as like a uh, performance coach of some sort, uh, motivational. And you got Izzo, Izzo-y. Izzo-y. Leo Mazzoni, the old pitching coach for the uh, Atlanta Braves. Lee Mazzilli, former I knew you were going to go there. Fusilli Jerry from Seinfeld. That's another one. Yep. Million to one shot, Doc. All right, so uh, we're, we're coming up with people whose names make them not an option for jobs. We're going to let Darren Rizzi. We have to let Chris Gizzi go if we bring in Darren Rizzi. Is that what your contention is? Or does somebody no, have to but change in, their in, name? In, in all seriousness, that's the type of hire that they need to make. Yeah. It can't just be, you know, let's promote from within or let's do this. You're, you are going to need to do something big and something bold to reset what has been going on because it, it's been bad. Uh, it's been tragically bad uh, in some cases, especially, you know, the Bear game and obviously the 49er game. You're fortunate. You maybe don't even beat the Steelers if if they don't butcher that call. That's a whole right. different ball game because that's a that was a block kick for a touchdown. That was you were saved by the bell or saved by the whistle. That that didn't happen. It was just way too much stuff that continues to happen. And we're all we're really looking for uh, from a Packers fan standpoint. We just want competency. We're not looking for you to be number one in the league right out of the gates. But if you could get to, I mean, you imagine getting a special teams group that's in the top 20. They come in at 18. Dare we're throwing dream. Rizzy, Gizzy, whatever it is. We're throwing a, we're going to get the town square going and get Jesse Nelson out there with the horn and the triangle. Hear that's ye. where we're at with special teams. Here ye, special teams has been saved. Sounded a little so that sounded almost like Bane without a cup. Like yeah, like a high pitched Bane there. Very straight. Sean Connery is Bane without a cup. Of course. <laughs> uh, before we get anything more from the town crier and we hear from Tausch about AmFam, uh, one last thing on this. So, Tausch, if you were on 11 different teams, uh, I understand that your role as a player, as a starter, as a offensive lineman, uh, w- did you do like field goal protection? How much special teams did you personally get to do or have to do? Yeah, field goal protection was the gist. So uh, did you get the sense? Because here's the thing, being around this team, I don't get the sense that they, like, it's not like they don't practice it. It's not like they don't care about it. Like, is it a personnel thing more than anything else that they don't have enough linebackers, safety types, and they've got a bunch of no, tight ends? But what is it? I, I don't. 
That's not what it is because you, you typically, you know, preseason you're always talking, well, you got to make, make sure you're making uh, plays on special teams. That's the way to make a roster, and, and there's truth in that. But I really believe that it's more about just the mentality and the mindset. And I keep coming back to the Ty Montgomery, that fumbled kick return, and just that mentality of stay in the end zone, just don't screw up. That was after that happened. You know, he gets cut. He makes excuses. Instead of it being like nothing. We want guys that want to go make plays. And all year it seemed like from my end when I was, you know, after Amari Rogers was struggling, it was you can't just sit there and say, just find me somebody. And we did the same thing before Swerve got here. Just find somebody that'll catch the ball. Just take a touchback, get the ball to Aaron Rodgers. It can't be so dependent on Aaron Rodgers. I think the organization, and that ain't going to change if he comes back. How you shift away from the mentality of, here's our guy, don't screw it up, get him the football, then, hey, let's go make a play and let's get him a short field, or let's make this thing easier for the offense. Let's, let's really win field position battles. That mentality has to change it because it's not, I do not believe it's a personnel issue. I do believe how you show what you're really putting your efforts and resources into if you're willing, I think putting a couple starters. I watched the Wisconsin Badgers play football here. They have a lot of guys that are starting that run down, do their kickoff, and then jump right into that defensive huddle. There is a lot of guys that do that. That's, I think, where Matt LaFleur is going to be sitting there saying, do we risk injury, which you have to do, and A.J. Dillon's a great example because it happened. He didn't like that idea. Do you risk injury? To put some starters out there, because the best way to put make sure there's an urgency is to say, because starters don't really want to be on special teams. Correct. They'll go, and we heard guys volunteering because they knew what happened in that playoff game could happen. They didn't rectify it, and that's from a fan standpoint why everybody's so upset about it.